Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today, all the way from Spain. Uh, we have uh, Lucifer, <laughs> the Dark Lord <laughs> of Teething. Hi Lucifer. <laughs> What's up? How are you doing, dude? It's early here. It's nine o'clock right now. Thanks for waking me up. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, we are doing good. So, uh, how are you doing? Uh, I know Spain was uh, really hit with the COVID uh, very hard. So how 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 are you managing things? How is the life uh, in Spain? Okay, so so apart from the obvious, um, it's been seventy days. We've been on total lockdown, and um, you know what? I'm I'm actually personally myself. Um, I'm actually kind of enjoying this. It's kind of like like the government's um forcing us to 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 relax a bit you know and like spend some quality time with ourselves with with our loved ones you know so i'm usually like a stressful kind of guy i'm <laughs> always like i got to do this i got to do this but this has like made me bring it down a notch so so all is good actually man right. how how are you doing how's everything back in manila Manila, it's uh yeah we kind of uh, not really fully locked down. People kind of going out now, uh, but uh, I think the we have sort of flattening the curve already. I think so. I think things are starting to open up a little bit. We are still working from home, uh, still fine. Okay. As you said, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah. time to re- spend time with the family and. Uh, I enjoy having dinner every night with the family. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, on a yeah. regular day, it's, it, it doesn't happen. Uh, nice. I, but I do, I do miss the concerts because you know, as I oh. got a lot of concerts, but now you know. <laughs> yeah, man. What What was the last concert you went to? The last one was uh, we had a Japanese band called Hydrophobia. There, there was uh, nice. actually it's supposed to be the Nun Slaughter. But Nanslaughter oh, was sure. wasn't able to come, so they fill it with a Japanese band. That was like March, I think. That was the last gig. <laughs> Shit, man. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, well. Yeah. So, Louis, um, I, I I met you during your uh, show in Manila. I think September last year, twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's the first time I. I mean. Only like couple of weeks before that show, I actually got to know uh, Teething when they published their poster. I was looking at who's this, what is this band Teething? It looks very interesting. Nice. <laughs> I, I know that you have a Filipino heritage, right? Oh, so can you tell Correct. me a bit about your story? Of course, yeah, man. So Filipino mother and Spanish father. Okay, I was born in Manila. Um, because that's where my parents were living at the time. But um, I was only, I only lived in Manila in the Philippines for eight months. Right. And then my, due to my father's work, we moved to Taiwan for a couple of years. And then after that, we went to Spain, where, where I've been most of the time. But like, I, I have a very strong bond with the Philippines because I have a I have a lot of uh, aunts and uncles and cousins, you know, so I try to go back as often as possible. I'm very close with my family, like a lot of Filipinos are, you know? Right. So, so that's my story. And, and I have a very, you know, my, my, my mom, very Filipino, always cooking us like Filipino dishes, all kinds of pancit, lumpia, you name it, man. So okay. like I very, I, I have a very, it's very much in me, you know, the, the Pinoy part. <laughs> yeah. So in, in what, which part of Philippines you, you're originally, your family, your mother is from? Makati. Oh, okay. I live in Makati as well. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Makati is huge. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've been living here for like 13 years already. Uh, in the Philippines, so I love Makati because Makati is really a cool city. <laughs> I I have a question. Since you've lived in, you were telling me you lived in the Philippines for how long? Thirteen years. Okay. Um. Have you you've seen a growth of like touring bands, right? Like right. there's a there's been a lot more concerts the past couple of years. 
Yes. Nice. So, Mainly, so, so you're think, very happy about that. Yeah, I think around 2016 up to 2019, the, there was a big, big push of bands coming in. All the big players came. And why do you think that is? I think the I think Filipinos are more. I think the Philippine audience is more visible to these bands now. I think because of the, all these platforms, YouTube and all these platforms, they they see there's a lot of uh, musical interest. Uh, and then most of the time, these bands have some sort of a connection to Philippines. Sometimes, like they have a bandmate who's who's born in the Philippines, like like for you. Oh, okay. So they they kind of include Philippines when they were they are trying to tour Asia. <laughs> Cause, cause, for the longest time, my memory like Philippines hasn't always been on the map. But um, I remember some of the like f- some of these. Uh, there, there've been a couple of steps, right? Like Journey got the the singer from the Philippines, and then yeah. I remember like I think this was like about ten years ago. The band Shadows Fall. They put they put out like I think a live DVD or a CD in yes in the Philippines. So it's been like progressive. It's been really interesting and, and very, very proud to see that, that like Philippines is finally on the map, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so Luis, uh, how did, uh, uh, I, I know you, you play with teething and I want to know like your musical uh, kind of taste and how did you, what's your earliest uh, memories of music? What bands did you listen to when okay. you were very younger? Okay, so for my, as a little kid, my first love was cinema, specifically like horror movies. Right. And then like, that was my big thing. Like every Friday I would beg my dad to please take me to the, to go rent a movie. But then like slowly after that, um, I started getting into music. My first like musical love was Michael Jackson. Right as a very very young age but and then i got into like and then and then i started getting into like heavier stuff because i i luckily i i have an older brother and um i remember in 1996 my brother went to see metallica corrosion of conformity and soundgarden in madrid and um i remember him going to the show and just like telling me all about it playing me like the CDs, so so he used to like, I must have been 10 at the time and he was probably like 16 or 17. So he would like pass all of these like uh, heavy metal bands to me, you know? So that was like my first big thing. And then eventually I got into like heavier stuff. Um, I got into punk, I got into hardcore and that's that's the story pretty much. So what were the earlier hardcore bands uh, you listened to? Okay, so I'd let me think. So, um, I remember getting the Mortal Kombat CD, the soundtrack for the movie. Okay, and I wasn't aware of um, most of the bands on the compilation, but Napalm Death was on it. Right. Not it's not necessarily hardcore, but just a grindcore. You know, like a very fast extreme version of hardcore so that that blew me away and i I was really young then too but i I didn't get fully immersed into um grand current napalm death yet i just had that one song but i i'd say um hate breed was the first like hardcore band that i really really got into um someone let me satisfaction is the death of desire and of course i think every that blew everyone's mind away you know (laughs) I'm sure that happened to you the first time you heard that album. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hatebreed been my one of my favorite uh, bands, actually, because uh, sort of, yeah, you're right, because I discovered kind of hardcore sound listening to Hatebreed, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. And then eventually I started going to hardcore shows and, like, seeing what, because I had been to, like, other shows you know i had seen like slipknot deftones corn stuff like that but and then i started going to like hard hardcore shows and like i really like the whole like diy ethos like how there was like a very much a sense of community like mm. there was no security guards like anyone could do whatever the fuck they wanted like get yeah. on stage 
or but no one was like being a dickhead you know everyone was there to help each other out if someone fell on the ground like five people would go to pick that person up so i i i I really felt drawn to that sense of community yeah so now listening to the music and then how did you discover that uh, that you can sing and that you wanted to sing or did you also try other instruments try to play guitar and stuff um i did i dabbled in a few instruments but i i came to the realization at a very young age that i couldn't hold the rhythm right so i had some friends um who would go hit the you know they they had a rehearsal space and then i just i'd go there hang out and then one day they were they actually covered a, a hate breed song last breath of satisfaction yeah. and i was like yo give me the fucking mic man so i tried it out and i'm like hey i got some pipes you know like I, maybe i could maybe i should focus on this so so it's just through going to to friends' rehearsal spots and just like fucking around with the mic and then uh, i you know for several years i really wanted to put a band together and um uh i'd say i only had i've had a lot of, a lot of like bands as you do when when you're a kid i i started being in bands when i was like 16 maybe mm-hmm. but nothing serious you know just but at the age of yeah when i was 17 i joined a a band called nacen de las cenizas and um <coughs> and um yeah we 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 fucked around for a couple of years uh, we played like some really cool shows and then it was finally when i put together teething that <clears throat> yeah i think i was able to like uh teething was more my 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 ideal um vision of a band like it sounded very extreme everything was very extreme so my other bands i i don't feel very close to like they, i i don't feel identified to them so teething has been around for almost 10 years and and um very proud to say so so if if you describe teething uh how would you describe teething okay So let me think about this. I'd say very uh, let me see, very raw, very just just like a straight to the point. No very raw, very straight to the point. But we also like there's a lot of hate in it, but um I'd also say like uh, something there's like a black humor component to it. um there's also a lot of nostalgia how how would you describe teething that's what interests me i i i want to hear like what 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 other people how how they perceive teething yeah so uh, when i saw the post uh, that that uh, the venue put it out at the the local right mouse so i was so kind of expecting that it would be very uh, hardcore punk show right i was expecting that there will be all this uh, you know the there will be punks with the cards and you know because the the ralphs image you act they you they yeah. so i was expecting this yeah. is going to be a shitty show right actually <laughs> but we you know we always go and support those guys who have put the show so i went in and i met you guys and i saw the you know merch and stuff and then when you guys started playing oh my god it was really um, it was really amazing man because uh you uh you guys have like that uh, thing where i think the fans the people that on the on the floor they got mm-hmm. really kind of mesmerized with you guys <laughs> nice man that's that's that because you know i recorded some of your songs at the the one that i put out on on the previous interview with my friend so i was really thinking about what to put out and then uh i was talking to my friend about concerts and stuff right so i was wanted to mm-hmm. highlight which band then i chose you guys so because that was one of the most impacting shows i went with my friend so <laughs> wow that 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 means a lot coming from you because i know you go to a lot of shows man so yeah i'm glad you know i sometimes sometimes it feels like the struggle is real you know we're always like 
it's as I said, like it's been a lot of years. We're still we love it, you know, but we're still playing these these um small shows. It seems like um not a lot of people know us. So it's it's really nice to hear when 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 people like you have um when anyone has like really anything something nice to say about us. So so yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So T things you guys started like twenty eleven, right? And uh Yes, so you, you had the, probably you had went through a couple of lineup changes. So what is the current lineup of teething? Okay, so the current lineup of teething, there's been a couple. Um, we've all we're all original members except the guitarist. By the way, this is this is Bingo. He's not. <laughs> um, so there's been a couple of lineup changes uh, just in the guitarist department. Okay, we've had three different guitarists. Right. Um, there's been Carlos, Danny, and Antonio, who's been with us for the past couple of, I don't know, maybe four or five years. And we're very much happy with him. And I don't, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. So, um, your original question was to tell you about the lineup. Sorry, I, I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just the okay. lineup. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, funny about this, when you, when you came to the Manila show, when we met, you brought us uh, this promotional picture yes. for us to sign, and it was the wrong guitarist. So that was pretty funny. So he just signed on his on his <laughs> faith. I just, yeah, I just yeah, remember yeah. that. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've been together since 2011. And um, does that answer your question? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So uh, I know that you you play smaller shows, but you have actually played. Uh, several big festivals as well, right? Like Resurrection Fest, Download. So can you tell me about uh, playing like in Resurrection yeah, Fest man. or Download? Yeah, man. Uh, we've, we've played bigger shows too. It's not, it's not uh, very common, but we, we have. And man, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's really cool. Where we, but let me say this, where we feel comfortable, it's the, the smaller shows. Like Moe's is a perfect example. Just as a, parentheses um most definitely goes in like my top three teething shows ever just because <laughs> apart from being like a great wild show um okay. it was a very proud moment you know to be to be in manila the city i was born but anyways going back to the to the playing big shows i don't know man it's it's nice you know it's like kind of like there's always like a different vibe, not because it's big, but because it's outdoors. There's just like this whole like campy Friday Thirteenth uh, feel. It just feels like uh, I don't know. Feels like um, you're going on a hike with your friends. It's just a, a nice vibe, you know. There's you feel well taken care of. There's like a lot of catering. There's um, all kinds of people. Um, you get to sleep at like usually like a nice hotel or something which isn't always the case you know it's just uh it's like you get to be yeah you gotta be like a rock star for a day you know it's pretty fun and then and then you go back to the shithole you know but it, yeah it's fun man it's fun you know and it's always like you know what i do i really like i really like when there's a big crowd man because not because because it gives me like it gives me um, the green light to stage dive, you know? Because a lot of times these like small shows, <laughs> when I stage dive, like there's a big risk I'm going to fall on my head. But when there's like a lot of people, it's like, whatever, man. So <laughs> I do like that aspect about playing like a uh, big concert, big festival. Yeah. So uh, any, <laughs> uh, any big bands that you, uh, your bands that influence you, you were able to play with them? Or open for them? At these festivals or just in general? Just in general. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, we've played with a, a lot of, like, big bands, you know. But, like, wh what I like is when we're able to tour with a couple of bands, whether it's just, like, a couple of days, whether it's just a weekend. We've mm -hmm. done that with... Um, we've done that with Napalm Death. We've played with Napalm Death quite a bit of times, and that's really nice. I think like maybe six or seven times. So that's like, pff, that's uh, that's fucking amazing. Really cool, humble guys, you know. Mm. 
and they they they've also let us know like they like teething which is like wow which is wonderful to hear you know and um we've played with like bands like um or done short runs tours with bands like uh, magruder grind which apparently are not around anymore mm. which for us is a huge influence we played with uh despise you from la mm. which for me one of my favorite bands that was amazing uh let me think what else um i don't know we've also played uh just like uh we've played small grindcore power violence festivals with bands like infest or weekend nachos or sex prisoner mm. you know all of that stuff like it's really like many times when we play that shows i'm looking i'm more looking forward to actually seeing the band like i want to get over with the teething set so just so i can like Right. enjoy infest live or whatever you know so, yeah man so the last tour you did to you came to manila that was your first time touring asia right correct man we had been working on that for a long time going to southeast asia we had been trying to make it happen for several years and finally it happened thanks to the wonderful crew behind sleeping boy collective i'm i'm pretty sure you're your friends with a couple of those people yes, right? yes 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 yeah yeah man great wonderful group of people and and they were the ones that were able to make it happen and um you know rick the yeah. the yeah rick, and rick right. yeah. yeah man so it was all to, thanks to those people shout out yeah to shout out to rick man <laughs> fuck yeah he's always you know he's all we talk all the time and um it was our first time and man it that's by far my the best experience i've had with teething and i'm pretty sure the rest of the guys too just you know be, being able to tour fucking philippines malaysia singapore um thailand we're, we're definitely going to try to make it happen again like mm -hmm. let's see what happens with covid but hopeful like my my plan if everything goes correct if uh being able to go back in 2022 you yeah. know and like and throw do a couple more a couple other territories like um you know maybe do china korea japan some something like that so so we'll definitely try to make it there when when our new album comes out so how many locations <laughs> did you how many cities in manila that you that you played In Manila, you mean the Philippines? In the Philippines, yeah. In the Philippines, I'm pretty sure we did five dates in the Philippines. Something interesting about this, I don't know if you if you checked it out on the teething uh website and stuff, but we're working right now uh as an excuse to the covid and to keep things rolling, we're working on a on a documentary about yeah. our tour. And yeah, so and you're 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 Yeah, yeah I, saw, man. I saw the trailer. I was wondering when it's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so we've been working on the on the whole thing because we have uh, we were with um our friend Enrique Torralbo, mm. and he he just accompanied us on the whole tour, and he filmed everything. We had like three cameras on us, so we have like the whole all the concerts filmed everything not just the concerts you know but just like fucking around in the morning in the night whatever right going to jollibee you know and um so we we had all of this material and um we have 500 gigabytes of material so i've been putting everything together and um working on it with with david our bassist and um it should we're still working on it but i hopefully it'll be out by um will be out this summer this summer because we want to not just stream it online we also want to release it physically you know right so yeah and you're actually in it you know the the manila the manila yeah, part cool so that's so yeah. cool because you know the band parkway drive so yeah man where parkway drive did uh, i think around 2011 or 2012 they did a asia like a southeast asian tour and they they released a dvd i'm actually in that dvd 
<laughs> nice, nice. What are you in the crowd or something? Yeah, yeah. They just took a like a f- just a look at the crowd, and I was like doing the horns and stuff. So <laughs> nice, nice. So now you'll be on the teething one too. So that's that's two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, re- the as I said, the reason I got uh, I I got interested of the teething poster is because of your the your mascot or your logo, the Ralph. So I know that it's it it's it it's uh, it's in most of your uh, albums and art artwork, right? So uh-huh. how that that. How did that happen? That uh, mascot thing. How did you build that mascot? Okay, so cool question. So Ralph was born very organically. You know, like I, I well, parentheses like most of the art. Yeah, I'd say like yeah, most of the artwork um, is uh, is my creation. So like. Um, Ralph just was born organically. Like, um, I didn't even sit down and think like, oh, we need a mascot. Just like a little, like there's this like progress. If you look at the first seven inch, I'd consider the, the, the person that's on the cover, like Ralph, just the early stages of Ralph. And then, and then that face appears again um, on on a, a lot of our artwork and then during the on the ralph seven inch that's more of his evolution and then i'd say the final image of ralph is the one that appears on we will regret this someday mm-hmm. and um i don't know it just it just happened man like it was cool it's kind of like i don't want to sound all spiritual but it kind of like ralph found me slash us you know like and um and I'll definitely make sure he's because right now we're working on the second album, and he he'll definitely be on the cover of the second album. You know, he's like our 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 Eddie, Iron right, Man's right, Eddie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you know that I got your action figure, and you know I I actually have it on the wall next to the Slayer. <laughs> Slayer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So Ralph That's... is like the fifth one of the Slayer collection because he's actually also has Slayer wearing Slayer, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, he has a Slayer patch for sure, man. Cause, cause as Mike Patton says, if you don't like Slayer, I don't trust you, man. Let me see. Let me see what you got. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I was able to get last time from you guys. Nice. Very good. Okay. So, uh, the, so the what album can, and yeah, the album and the vinyl. So the regret. I I feel that this. Uh, the word regret is uh, it's appearing in multiple you know uh, multiple albums and what what's the story about regret i mean what are you trying to say okay so let me think about this that's cool man i, I don't know if anyone's ever asked me this in an interview um so let me try to be cool about this mm. <laughs> so i don't know about you but i have like a big fear of regret you know, like how I try to live without regrets, you know, but like, I think it's very, I think it, sometimes it's unavoidable. For example, one of my biggest regrets is never having seen the Beastie Boys live, you know, right. and my, one of my favorite bands. Um, so regret comes from, let me, let me think. When I told, I remember when we were working on this album, I came up with the title, We Will Regret This Someday. I told it to the, to the boys. And I was like, what do you guys think about this title? And they're like, what does it mean? And I'm like, well, it can mean something different for, for each one of us, you know? So I think they like that idea. Like for me, for me in a way, like it, it, it also means, um, like I, when I write teething lyrics, I, I tend to like, like I tend to cross the line like um but many times while writing the lyrics I'm like shit maybe I shouldn't cross the line this far because I might regret it or I might get in trouble you know so so that was kind of like the idea like um um I might regret these lyrics someday you know um which hasn't happened yet 
which hasn't <laughs> happened yet. But uh, yeah, it's just um, and then um, I don't know the whole the 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 next EP was called That Night We Regret, which I don't know. I just like the concept of of I've had that feeling, you know. Sometimes it's like late at night and you're like kind of regretting something or, or you're thinking shit am i gonna regret if i do this tomorrow so mm-hmm. yes um both those albums work as like complementary pieces you know it's just that night regret regret is just the continuation of we will regret this and right, right. they're there yeah it's like the sequel the conclusion to our first album yeah so when i uh, when i saw that the the the, the thought i had is like uh you guys put up a so extreme show performance <coughs> that you will <laughs> you you will regret it someday you know it's uh, it's too extreme <laughs> 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 our show our live show yeah <laughs> yeah man too extreme that's good man i mean we're we're getting up there we're pretty fucking old so so if someone tells us that we're we're still keeping it extreme that's good man that's good <clears throat> and um Yeah, another thing was like sometimes I feel like I even though this band isn't like um it's just like what we're not we don't we don't take teething that seriously. Like what I mean is like we're not like a full on a full full on touring band, you know. We just we we do like dedicate a lot of time to teething, but it's it's not like our main source of income or anything. Right. But um sometimes in the past i have like worried like fuck am dwight like i think like if if i dedicated the 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 passion and the time that i do to teething to like my work like wow i might be rich you know but like so sometimes i like that balance like that's where the whole regret thing comes from like shit am i am i you, you know what i mean yes yes okay <laughs> So uh we talk about artwork so I know that you you also do do lot of drawings and illustrations and art can you and I saw in your profile you just you released a book uh, called how to avoid shit tattoos <laughs> Yeah man yeah dude were you, were you able to did I print copies of that when I went to Manila were you able oh, to pick one up I wasn't uh, oh, I wasn't shit. able to get it so uh so can you tell me about what do you do with the arts and stuff uh, Yeah man thanks for asking you know like um I really like I really like illustration a lot ever since I was a little kid you know um I don't know I I always liked comics and drawing a lot and um and uh there's been like ups and downs there's um as I said as a kid I used to draw a lot maybe I didn't have that many friends or things to do but I definitely had time to draw you know right. and then like as i got older um there's been times where i don't draw and then there's times where i draw but i started to like draw a lot again a couple of years ago and then i i decided to put together this um i i guess you could call it like a zine or a comic but <laughs> but the um, what's what's been really cool about this covid situation mm is that um i've i've been working on my next comic zine and um so i'm pretty much like 70% done with it so i think um by the time i think i'll i'll be able to if everything goes well like in a month or two probably in two months like i'll i'll be able to release it so so that's cool it's just a collection of illustrations of me it's a, it's it's an um, upgrade from the last one you know the it's like i compare my first zine the one i put out how how you well said uh how to avoid shit tattoos i put that out i think 2 years ago mm. i'd compare that to like the first time teething put out a 7 inch you know every time you put something out you learn what not to do what to do or oh, this drawing sucks i can make this better so i'd say like this next one is going to be much better at least in my eyes so So I'll definitely keep you posted about that. Yeah. So it's it's quite amazing no feeling to have a book out. <laughs> yeah, man. Like fuck, that's like it's been, it, it was amazing, man, because it, because um you know, I had like um I had a lot of uh, support from it surprisingly, man. Like like um 
you know, like with teething, it's more like the people that are interested in teething are usually like people that are like, like, like you or, you know, like, I mean, people that like extreme music or, or mm. which is, which is what, like 1% of the human race. <laughs> but like, I feel like when I put out like illustration stuff, like I get so much more interest from like kids to older people to family to like people I haven't heard from in many years from teething fans from people that like art so it's like very fulfilling in that aspect like I, I put out 500 copies of that how to avoid shit tattoos and they like they sold out pretty quickly man I think in a year like they were done with you know so that's wow man like I was able to do some exhibits like a lot of people came out a lot of people like wanted to buy I made I made posters I made some people bought like some of my original artwork you know so I, I'm very much looking forward to getting into that process again by releasing this new book yeah I actually I've been thinking also to I'm I've been sort of thinking actually in a sense I'm creating I wanted to release a book also because I I've been to 20 years I've been to concerts from two, year 2000 and over probably okay. over, I don't know maybe 500 concerts or what I don't know it's a lot so wow. I've been collecting you know the media photos and stuff for 20 years so I uh, one reason I put out this podcast is I so I can release some of these videos right so with the much okay. uh, yeah so I can also tell the story behind some of them so I, I, I want definitely to actually, should man that's yeah. that's that's really interesting you know like I'd, I even if I didn't know you I heard like oh this guy that's been going to like um punk metal and hardcore shows for the past 20 years in the Philippines just put out a like photography book like I would definitely pick that up you know so I definitely think you should do something that, like that, especially now during COVID is when we have time to like work on these like projects. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so for sure, man, especially you, cause you're a family man, you know, I'm sure you have, you have like a lot of responsibility. Right. I'm surprised you're, 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 you're able to go to so many shows. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, but, uh, you have to find uh, you know, that type of wife who supports you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. She's a keeper, dude. Yes. So, so Luis, I have some, some albums that I want to show you. Nice. <clears throat> so I want to show you some, uh, you mentioned Beastie Boys, uh, that it's one of your favorites. So what are some of the f songs that you like from Beastie Boys? Oh man. So, okay. So let me, let me erase what i said beastie boys is not one of my favorites is my favorite okay? okay yeah dude so i love their whole discography man like i'm if you if you were to tell me to pick one song it yeah. would be an open letter to nyc off the to the five boroughs album right. which is their um that that just because it's like their love letter to new york after the whole september 11th thing happened and um, it has that, um, it has the guitar, the guitar riff sampled from the Dead Boys. And um, I don't know, it's fucking, that, that song just hits, it hits, clo hits close to my heart. Cause I, I was living, I lived in New York for a couple of years. So, right. so first, if that would be my favorite Beastie Boys song. Uh, let me flip the question to you. What's your favorite Beastie Boys song? I like intergalactic. Nice, man. For sure, man. Yeah. One of the best music videos of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you know, the robots and it's like <laughs> seen from Japan. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I even asked, uh, there's this guy that I'm interviewing next weekend, uh, a rapper, actually. He's a rapper. So he's actually, he is one of his, he, he's also the favorite artist is Beastie Boys. <laughs> Okay, yeah, dude. Yeah, of course, man. They, 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 they went a step further from hip hop. You know, it's like, um, yeah, man. I, I, we could just sit here and talk about the Beastie Boys all day. Did you, did you watch the latest documentary, the Beastie Boys? Uh, no, no, not yet. I you should to. definitely watch it. It's on, it's on Apple. It's fucking. It's, it's 
really good, directed by Spike Jones. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, so I want to show you some uh, some CDs. Nice, fucking ten out of ten, man. That fucking <laughs> album is fucking insane, dude. Yeah. That's like, I don't know what you think, but like, um, I I'd say Hatebreed Satisfaction is my favorite album. Okay. But this one, they like definitely stepped it up, man. Like this one is so fucking sick man like every song on this album is so good dude like yeah. even um fuck there's that one song i don't know i just like that song that album like man that i think that's the first time like a heavy band mm. like a, with like distorted guitars actually gave me like goosebumps or made like my I tear up just because the lyrics are so they're positive but in a very hateful way you know it's like it's kind of like your hate is fueling me like kind of way you know so that that fucking album is fucking insane man yeah i mean I what do you think about this album yeah i will be heard that's my favorite actually fuck yeah (laughs) then i have another another hate brief Nice supremacy. Yeah. Okay. Um, this album, like, to tell you the truth, even though it is a good album, this is when like I started losing a bit of interest in Hatebreed. Like, I've always picked up all of their albums, listened to them from start to finish, but here is where personally I saw a decline. Even though there's like fucking great songs on this, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is the last album with. Sean Martin, which is like one of the greatest guitarists ever alive. Right. And um <clears throat> has some great fucking riffs on that. Um yeah. what what about you? You like this album? Yeah, I like this album and I saw them live uh in they played in the Philippines, I think twenty thirteen or fourteen, I can't remember, but they played and that they played like destroy everything and the crowd was so amazing. That that performance was so Yeah amazing. man. <laughs> yeah man for sure one of the best live yeah and then uh, i know you're a big uh, napalm death fan so yeah man this one scum i mean this is like this is like when the will was invented you know man this is like fucking nuts dude um what can i say man like um first of all like the cover art to this is like the best thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Right. And like, like all the, the, pro, although the production is fucking rough as fuck, like yeah. this has like also some of the best riffs. Like this is like teething rip off one one Oh one, you know, all of those riffs, <laughs> man, like that. We stole it all from that, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's Great it? album. What, yeah, were you also influenced by this artwork of Napalm Death on your drawing? For sure. For sure, man. For sure. More on, not really my drawings, mm. illustration, but more on my collages. If you uh, look at the first teething 7-inch, right. I kind of copied the layout for that. Like, the background is yellow. The composition right. um, of the kid with all the teeth is similar to this album. So, yeah, man, like... <laughs> Fucking nuts that album then. Yeah. And then I have like just one more. Uh this one. Utopia Banished. Okay, nice, nice. I'd say um to to tell you the truth, I probably like this one more than Scum. Okay. Mm, right. Um but my favorite early Napalm Death is from Enslavement to Obliteration. But I do also very much like their mid nineties era mm. with um where they had kind of a more like groovy industrial thing going on. And I also really like all of their later, like all of the stuff they do now. But um, this is, this is also a fucking classic. Dude. Yeah. So what about you? What's your favorite, what's your favorite Napalm Death? I think Scum. Nice, dude. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you know this band. Flatbush. I'm not aware of this band. So this is actually Filipino based, Filipino band based in, I think, in in San Francisco. 
it's a grind co band. Wow. You should okay. check them out. I definitely check this out. Yeah, because okay, I, what's the name of the album? The name of the album is Smash the Octopus. Nice. <laughs> what 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 kind of grindcore is it? Is it like more punkier, more metal? What, what? I think it's more punk. Okay, more nice. Punk That's leaning. The kind of grind I like. Yeah, it's uh because they're like more screaming and uh, very fast, short tracks. See, it's very uh, very Filipino inspired. Fuck yeah. uh, Artwork. You should check this. Check the, Check them out. Flat. Flatbush. Nice. <laughs> Thank you very much. I definitely will, man. Flatbush. Yeah. And they're from San Francisco. I think they're more. I think they're probably Filipinos born there or moved there. I don't know the exact story, but uh, yeah, they they. I can send you the details later. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I was writing it right now, but if you could send me the details, that would be sick. Yeah. Because when I when I heard T thing and then I just remembered, okay, the Flatbush probably the closest band that I know. <laughs> nice, dude. What about what about like right now in Manila? Like how's the like if you could name one local band that's your favorite, whether it's punk, hardcore, grind, metal. Local band. It's very hard to say. I don't know. Because there's been like, I've been, um, there's like a hype, for lack of a better word, hype going around that band called Bard, right? B-A-R-R-E-D. Yeah, 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 Bard, yes, yes, right. Yeah. Good? Bard. They're good? Yeah, they're good. And then there's, <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a couple of bands. Bard, actually, yeah, they released also their, I think, their first EP or album. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there are a couple of new bands that I'm following. Like uh, they're not, not they're not specifically hardcore, but there's like Fragments. They these guys called Fragments. They released this uh, album song called Heaven's Gate. Uh, you know the nice. Heaven's Gate thing, the Heaven's Gate cult. So they did a very oh, crazy, okay. yeah they did a very crazy imagery like videos and stuff. Uh, Luis, I do you know the band Ghost Inside? Yes, I am aware of the ghost. Have you seen that new song from them? The video? No. The no, after- I haven't. Man, that you should check them out because you you know, right? They got into an accident a few years back and then they... Yeah, are- very unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the drummer lost uh, part of the leg and they mm-hmm. came up with this new video with uh, with their, their playing now with new shows and stuff. It's so amazing. You should check okay. that out. <laughs> Aftermath. <laughs> check out the new Ghost Inside for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's on, it's on, uh, it's on YouTube, the video. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Luis, uh, uh, any message to your fans uh, from the Philippines and, you know, yeah, man. Asia? Well, to, of course. I mean, um, to all my Filipino brothers and sisters, we very much miss you all. Like, just so you know, we got, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, we all got like a tattoo in Manila. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because we have this one song called Shit Generation. But instead <laughs> of Shit Generation, we got um, Pancit Generation. Oh, okay. Because we were Pancit all the fucking time. And there's like, it has an X on it. Right. But it's a fork and a spoon. Because for those of you who don't know, um, Filipinos don't like knives. Right. No need for a knife. Yeah, man. <laughs> so like, yeah, man. I, I, I man, I like what, dude? Um, the guy we went on tour with, Enrique Torralbo, he's been like, he's traveled all around the world, man. Right. And just so you know, he was like. When we were like already like five, six days in the Philippines, he was like, dude, Luis, Filipinos are the nicest people I've ever met. And I've been like all around the world. So that's for sure. Like Filipinos are so nice, so welcoming and very good sense of humor, which is really important. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that's my messages will be back as soon as we can. I, I'm, if everything goes okay, we're going to try to make it there in 2022. Not promising anything, but that is the goal. Right. And um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes, man. And everyone, like you know, um, stay tuned for the documentary and the new album, which which should have already been recorded. 
but we were we've been on lockdown you know mm. so the new album's already written we just need to record it um so this if everything goes well um we're going to record uh as soon as possible this we already have time booked in the studio we've just been having to move it because the whole covid situation is not letting us leave the house but um we have this new album in the works which is going to be great and a couple of split eps in the works too so so next year should be very cool year for teething so hopefully you all check that out man <laughs> yeah we are looking forward to that uh, so louis anybody you want to specifically shout out to Oh, shout out to you and to your beagles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, of course, shout out to everyone at Sleeping Boy. You know, Egg, Tan, CJ, we miss you all. Mm. Darwin, Rick. Fuck yeah, man. Everyone, dude. Everyone that came out to the shows, man. Like, we're, 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 this documentary is dedicated to all of you. You're, you're, you guys are going to like it a lot. It's going to be released in different episodes. You right. know, it's going to be there's going to be an episode for each content. Mm, okay. So our first episode will be in Batangas. Right. Right. Third episode is Manila. So nice looking forward look to, forward that. to that. One. Uh so yeah. Luis, uh I want to thank you for joining this uh <laughs> joining this uh, podcast uh, today. So, you know, I started this uh because I'm quite bored, you know where to go concerts or anything so i thought of you know uh starting this podcast and i got a lot of feedback a lot of good responses i already uh i already done 15 episodes this will be the 16th episode so bands, yeah, man. bands from singapore uh, sri lanka thailand philippines so so many places and you're from spain okay yeah, <laughs> man yeah. Thanks a so, lot, man. Like, like, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Didn't want to cut you off. Yeah, just want to say thanks, man. Thanks for joining this. No, really appreciate. It. Thank, you. thank you for the support. And this, this kind of stuff is very important, you know, to keep the scene alive. Not just, um, it's not all all about the bands or the or booking shows. You know, it's also important to do these kind of things, whether it's interviews, fanzines, or podcasts. So. Thank you to you, man. Yeah. So because the other thing is now, typically what I notice is that uh, we this this form of long form uh, sort of discussion uh, will allow you to express more, you know, good memories and good experiences and stuff that you would normally won't be able to talk about in a quick uh, type of interview, right? For sure, man. Yeah, yeah. I've really been, because I've done a couple of these during the COVID and it's been fun, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like, I'm actually really looking forward to going to Manila and like fucking having some ube ice cream with you. <laughs> you know? So, okay, Luis. So, have, enjoy your coffee and uh, have a great day. So, thank you again. I will, dude. See you. All right. Have a good week, dude. See you. Peace. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you.